Welcome to Ballsy Women in Business. We're kind of wonderful. Hey, this is Elizabeth Plouffe and welcome to Entrepreneurial Entrails. Today's actually Ballsy in Review and I'm doing it a little early um, because normally Wednesdays is Wise Word Wednesdays and there may be some wise words in this but I don't have a particular wise word for you today. One of the reasons is I have been in Florida, yay, on a project for a client and my brain is just coming back online. Um, it was an incredible event. If you're in the healthcare field, um, it was called uh, HIMSS and uh, it's, it takes place in Orlando at the Orange County Convention Center. Um, it's there every other year. Next year's Vegas, woohoo! And one of the reasons I'm talking to you about HIMSS and, and all that good stuff, I'm gonna give you some background story. Today's topic at Ballsy in Review um, was about volun networking. And I'm not sure if that's a word I made up or it actually exists, but we're gonna go with it today. And so the background of that is uh, a few months ago, back in, I guess, September, 2016, an event came up in my feed called Health Achieve. And it's one of the largest healthcare trade shows that happens in Toronto, which is close to where I am. And I wanted to go. And there were some really cool speakers. There was Howie Mandel, there was Amy Cuddy, bunch of other stuff and just an opportunity for me to stay involved in the healthcare field which for me can be challenging um, my I deal with healthcare professionals but I'm no longer actively working in healthcare so it can make it a little challenging to stay up to date on new technologies and what have you so I reached out to Health Achieve asked if I could volunteer in whatever capacity I mean you can put me anywhere I'm good to go and they ended up connecting me with the Intelligent Health Association and so my role there ended up being as a CCU nurse in one of their demo rooms. Um, and to give you a little roundabout on that, the Intelligent Health Association puts on an intelligent health pavilion that can range anywhere from about 7,000 square feet to the uh, one down in Florida, which is 20,000 square feet. And what they do is collaborate with vendors to create demo rooms so that people can see the equipment in action and they can see the interoperability between the different technologies. Because sometimes you can't really put together how your monitor is gonna connect with that person's um, communication device and, and yada, yada, yada. So there was eight rooms. Um, there's OR, there's ICU, there's supply chain, there's um, outpatient, there's labor and delivery. And it was just a fantastic experience for me. So I was in the ICU. And short story, going a little longer than I expected, but the, the other nurse, um, actor nurse, didn't show up. And I ended up stepping in and doing the entire two full days. Didn't get to network, didn't get to see the speakers. But out of that, I had a fantastic opportunity to now have a, an amazing client um, and a contract with them to do communications and help out at events, which is what I do. And so that sort of rolled into the topic to today for the experience, um, or sorry, for the conversation at Ballsy. So what I had proposed to the group was that we talk about the opportunities for volunteer networking to grow your business. And it can be, or, or personal development. I mean, if you're interested in going to a conference and it's two days and it's, you know, 700 bucks a day or something like that, it's not affordable for everybody. Um, or reasonable, especially if you only want a small section of the conference. But if the possibility of you going is interesting, if it's a benefit to your business, and if you use it correctly, 
then volume networking is definitely an option. So what we talked about today were the different opportunities that can happen within a variety of industries and how you can take advantage of that. And definitely not every industry is, is there an option for this. There happens to be in mine, which is fantastic. Um, so people sitting around the table today were in finances, they were in um, advanced manufacturing, they were in um, family mediation. Uh, we had a new member at the table who has a, uh, an app to connect you with a, a nutritionist. Really diverse. And so the challenge was what kind of events were in their industry that they could look at volunteering at. And so one of the exercises we ended up doing, and um, I sometimes come up with stuff on the fly, which works out, might not always, but this time it worked out. So what we talked about are the peripheral services for your end market user. So if you are looking to connect with, for an example, one of the members is a family mediator and she goes in and um, meets with businesses and, and helps them with succession planning and navigating any challenges between, you know, if there is a, a patriarch or a matriarch currently in charge of the business and you have a child coming in, you know, that relationship can be tricky to navigate between which hat you're wearing. And that's what she does. So we looked at some of the um, third party services that most businesses use, the events that they might be at, and it could be a circuitous route to get to the larger business. But if you look at some of the commonalities with businesses, and I'm just gonna, sorry, grab my page here. Boop. Um, some of the things that we came up with that are that are things that all businesses can end up using um, things like suppliers so office supplies if you are for an example like I say one of our members is um, um, sorry I'm having a moment so tired right now um, she goes in and does power vac services so she removes vermiculite and asbestos and all that kind of stuff so she uses big vehicles um, so there's a potential there if she looks at who's supplying her vehicles, for an example, and if there are conferences or events where people who supply these vehicles are at, then it might be worth her while to try and find a way to attend that event and work backwards from that to some of the, the bigger businesses that use these vehicles. It can be, um, you know, third party. If, if, if you're, we're gonna use Noreen again, the PowerVac services, she was in a situation where she decided to reach out to real estate agents and educate them on the removal of vermiculite and asbestos and what have you because of course real estate agents come up with this all the time especially in older homes and don't always know how to answer those questions so by Noreen reaching out to the real estate agents and talking to them about what vermiculite looks like what about what asbestos looks like what are the you know the necessities around the removal and what have you now, if a real estate agent meets with a client, they go and see a house, the report shows vermiculite or asbestos, they immediately have a channel partner that they can reach out to and say, I have met this woman, I know her business, hopefully they've done business before, I can recommend this person to you, and whammo bammo, you know, things are solved. Noreen gets more business, the real estate agent reduces the stress load on the client, and the real estate agent is able to fast track the sale and solve any problems. Um, the, uh, the member that we had out today who has the nutrition app. So we started talking to her about, you know, having a reaching out to nutritionists and reaching out to insurance companies, you know, um, it's only $12 a month to have this app to connect you to a nutritionist on a regular basis, which could then extend 
the use of your benefits and reduce the cost to the insurance company, you might you might get better faster, you might get better service. Um, if one of your problems with taking advantage of a nutritional services is going into the office, okay, well, for a quarter of the cost, you still get a professional certified nutritionist, you're compliant with your care, you get better, your claim with the insurance company is less. So that was one of the recommendations that we had to her, was your end user is the person who would use the app to deal with their diabetes or deal with their ulcerative colitis or whatever their nutritional issue is, weight loss, what have you. But by going backwards to the insurance company, you know, you're then using a peripheral service that can then connect you to your end user. It was all that kind of stuff that we ended up talking about. And finding the events where these peripheral services are, if it's appropriate, if it's going to work for you, and connecting to your end user that way or getting known as a channel partner or a service provider of choice with a peripheral service so that, you know, I, I'm trying to find one of the examples here. So um, if it's a utility issue and, you know, Kojiko is having a problem or whatever and you have somebody who has an IT service that would help solve that problem. I mean, Kojiko is not a great example, but um, if it's an IT situation, then volunteering at an event where somebody gets to know you and sees you in action sets you up for potentially being that vendor of choice. So the advantages are there. Uh, from a personal perspective, one of the members brought up, you know, if you want to go to a personal development conference and it's out of your budget, then volunteering is an option. You won't necessarily get to see everything that you wanted to, but there are other opportunities within that for networking and for expanding your knowledge. If you use the events appropriately as well, which is one of the things that I'm just going to jump into here, then it adds to your benefit in another way. And I think this is what um, a lot of people miss out on. Uh, for HIMSS in particular, the event that I was just at, we had over 60 uh, students from the University of Central Florida from two different medical programs who were volunteering to be part of our demo rooms and we had other sets of students that were doing other things. And so I talked to as many as I could and said, okay, we had a phone call beforehand and I said, so when you come, make sure that you've got some business cards. And they didn't really understand why. And I said, well, you're going to be, you have the opportunity to network. You have the opportunity to walk the floor and connect with vendors and connect with people who may be looking to hire or, you know, what have you. Um, and so when we got to the event, a lot of them didn't have business cards yet. Totally fine. I said, okay, not a worry not to have the business cards. You should, but now another tack is to go around, collect the cards from the vendors within the IH pavilion and within the HIMSS event. And when you get home tonight, go on your LinkedIn profile, add your volunteering as a project to your education, and then reach out systematically to each business card that you have and say, it was so nice to meet you at HIMSS. What a great event. Looking forward to connecting in the future. Add them to your network. Um, so there are ways to make volunteer networking definitely pay off. Use it as an opportunity for social media content. Use it as an opportunity to create podcasts, to create blog posts, to create whatever. Use it as an opportunity to expand your LinkedIn network. Um, there's just so many ways to make it work for you. And, and if you think that by volunteering networking at an event, it makes you look cheap or whatever, I disagree. Um, you get a behind the scenes look at how the event is run. You get to meet organizers and what have you. 
that you wouldn't normally get to meet. And when people ask you, why are you volunteering at this event? You know, some of them might give you a squinty eye. And quite frankly, they're probably not worth talking to. Your response is, you know what? I really wanted to come to this event. It's of huge value to me. And this was an opportunity to make it even more worth my while because I get more connections than I would have if I had just attended. And that's just a subtle, you know, a subtle slap back to somebody who's being a snot bag. Um, so that was our conversation today with Balzi. It was a really excellent meeting. Um, we did some deeper dives with people in particular who were looking for opportunities and, and ways to use what we were talking about, particularly for their business. And I really love that about the group. It was six people, so we had that opportunity to provide that deeper dive for everybody um, and talk about you know, uh, topics coming up, which we're gonna focus on sales and how to use events and volunteering as a sales tool without being cheesy. Uh, so it was just a really cool time today. So I guess the, uh, the action items out of this are, have a look around in your industry, see if there are events that you wanna go to. If it's not in your budget or there's only a small portion of it that would be of worthwhile to you, then consider volunteering and getting in touch uh, with the organizers to see how you can help out. Make sure that you make the most of the event by gathering the business cards and then connecting with people on LinkedIn after. Um, without being cheesy and overselling, make sure that you do connect in on your, um, on your social media channels. So if you're going to an event, you arrive at Twitter or whatever, quick check-in, quick shot, quick picture, I mean. Um, happy to be attending the XYZ event. Nobody has to know if you're volunteering or otherwise don't tweet crazy stuff all the time. I mean, and that was a valid concern that was brought up today is it's how much is too much. Um, if you have a Facebook page, definitely check in, do that piece with the photo, happy to be attending, whatever. It just shows community involvement. It shows that you're networking. It shows that you're out learning and expanding your knowledge base. It provides a lot of positive things if it's done properly. And, and again, um, if you do end up volunteering at an event, uh, make sure to add that as a project um, or under volunteering on your LinkedIn profile. Uh, you know, it stands out. People will notice it, especially if you publish it. I mean, don't go crazy, but you know what I mean. Um, so if you've had an opportunity where you've seen an event that you have wanted to go to and either couldn't afford it or it wasn't worth the value of paying for the whole day, I'd love to hear about it. Love to find out, you know, how you managed it and, and did it turn into a business opportunity for you? Did you take advantage after uh, expanding your network and continuing those conversations? And, uh, or are you inspired and, and there's something that you're gonna try out? So as always, just know that you have the guts and glory to create your own story. And uh, you can check me out on Twitter at MCV Plouffe. You can check out my website, which is MCV Communications. And if I haven't said it before, what I do is I meet businesses where they are in their communications. I help them develop a communications plan that fits with what they are currently capable of, budget-wise, human resources-wise, what have you. I teach them everything they need to know to execute that plan. And if that's not on the cards for them, then I fill the skill gap and uh, execute the communications plan for them on a monthly basis. That's what I do. I am industry agnostic, so I can work with just about anybody. And, uh, and that's what I do. So I hope you're having a great day, and we will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.